Happy New Year, and welcome back to another episode of the Rage Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Parker, and I'm so happy to be back in the studio with y'all after our break. For those who don't know, I recently came back from Nairobi, Kenya, where I was studying abroad with Corbell from November to the end of December. I had the honor to do research with Professor Ambassador Maria Nzomo, the first Kenyan woman to receive her PhD in political science and the former UN ambassador to Kenya. Our research was specifically focused on empowering women leaders within policy and diplomacy through modules that she created. This practicum was a once in a lifetime experience that allowed me to push myself academically and grow individually. So with that being said, I want to share a little bit about this experience with you all. So some background knowledge before I get into the story. This was my first time traveling outside of the US. So I was tremendously excited yet very, very, very nervous. I arrived to DIA in the morning way earlier than I needed to be because I was extremely paranoid and continue to be paranoid about missing any flights. Shout out New Orleans, (laughs) but let alone a flight for a trip of this caliber. I left Denver and arrived in Detroit. From Detroit, I went to Paris and then Paris to Nairobi. I landed in Nairobi around midnight. I texted my family, got my check bag, and looked for my name among the airport drivers. I was having some trouble and was also very sleep deprived and jet lagged to say the least, but I finally found my driver. We got my things in the car and drove off. As we drove to the hotel, I couldn't help but observe everything around me. I was so happy to finally be in Kenya. My first few days within Nairobi consisted of exploring the area around where I was being housed, eating and trying new food, and visiting the markets. This is where I met some of the nicest, warmest, and most helpful people. As more of my peers arrived, we started our first week with a Friendsgiving with our professors and visited the giraffe sanctuary where we fed, took pictures, and learned about giraffes. This first week was also when I learned the hard way not to photograph government buildings and banks. As one of my peers was in a store getting a SIM card, me as well as some of my other peers were waiting outside the store. This is when I decided to snap some photos on my Polaroid, to which an armed security guard kindly warned me not to take photos of buildings. I was extremely apologetic, but honestly just felt like a stupid American. (laughs) He assured me that I was not in the wrong. It was mostly just for security precautions. But nonetheless, I felt very stupid. During my second week, we visited the Elephant Sanctuary, went to Nairobi National Park, and toured the University of Nairobi, where we met the University of Nairobi students who would be assisting us. I want to sincerely thank Millicent and Jared for being such incredible hosts and making us feel at home while we were in Nairobi. I want to especially thank Millicent for making my birthday especially special and becoming my sister for life. I love and appreciate you both tremendously. During this week, we also were paired with our professors. When I found out that Professor Ambassador Maria Nzomo was going to be the professor I was assigned to do research with, I was in disbelief. We were given a short break and I remember going to the bathroom and quickly happy crying. To be mentored and conduct research with such an incredible international leader was such a dream to me. This alone was the highlight of my trip. 
During week three, we had the opportunity to visit the August 7th Bomb Blast Memorial Site and paid our respects. We also had the opportunity to visit the Kenyan Parliament and were presented as a special delegation within the Kenyan House and Senate. This experience gave me the opportunity to speak directly with senators and discuss policy. It was truly such a once-in-a-lifetime experience, being able to discuss policy while focusing specifically on the African context is something I rarely get the opportunity to do within public policy. During this week, I also got my hair braided and celebrated my 25th birthday. Now, quick sidebar, as a young black woman, it is very, very hard, borderline nearly impossible to find people who can do protective styles that look good last long, and that are cost-effective in Colorado. I myself am blessed to know how to do my own hair, so usually I am the one to do it. So it felt great to be pampered by such incredible stylists and braiders. My braider and stylist, Jessica, was one of the sweetest women in the whole world and treated me like a queen. I think in the process of doing my hair, I was also adopted. This week was truly surreal and serendipitous. I felt so settled in Nairobi and felt like I was truly connecting with the community around me. Week three reminded me of the importance of celebrating myself and being present. I felt like I was living in a dream and I never wanted to wake up. During our final week, we conducted focus groups in Kibera on community-based organizations and the community's access to resources. We visited the UN's headquarters in Nairobi, as well as listened to live music and enjoyed the final days of the Jamhari Day Festival. As week four came to a close and our trip began to end, my partner Natalie and I, as well as our peers, presented our research findings to each other, as well as our professors. After our presentations, we celebrated and danced with each other. As I reflected on our trip, all the experiences, and getting ready to leave, I began to get emotional. I couldn't help but know how much I was going to miss being in Nairobi. The next day, I arrived at the Nairobi airport at 6 a.m. and began my travel back home. Since returning back to the U.S., I've been happy to be home and to spend time with my family, but I also miss Kenya tremendously. I miss waking up, sitting on my patio, and meditating while I listen to the hustle and bustle of the streets. I miss seeing my favorite hotel staff and security people. I miss practicing my Swahili and meeting new friends. I miss watching the World Cup and having no clue what's going on. I miss the routines I grew accustomed to while I was in Kenya. For many of my peers, including myself, we all experience culture shock in some way or form. For me, my culture shock stemmed from seeing so many people who looked like me. Growing up in Colorado, where it is extremely white, there is an unwritten rule within the Black community that regardless of where you are, when you see another Black person, you always make sure to nod, wave, or greet each other in some fashion as a way to say, I see you. While in Kenya, I couldn't help but greet those around me. While on this trip, I learned the importance of decolonizing the perceptions of Africa I've been indoctrinated to believe by the West. I learned that in order to view yourself as a lifetime learner, you must also see those around you, regardless of their relationship to you, as your teachers. 
For me, the majority of this trip was learning while also unlearning. I went back to my ethnic studies roots and observed and journaled the events that happened around me. This practicum helped me critically analyze how my views of the continent of Africa stems from colonialization. In most of Western media, literature, and other documents regarding Africa, the continent is painted as primitive and underdeveloped. My experience in Kenya showed me the importance of debunking these claims and highlighting the beauty, innovation, and knowledge we can all gain from Africa if we decolonize and unlearn what we think we know about the continent. This experience has changed the trajectory of my degree program entirely and has inspired me to continue to advocate for Africa even while being here in the U.S. I want to sincerely thank Professor Nzao, Professor Maluki, Professor Nzomo, and the Institute of Diplomacy and International Studies at the University of Nairobi for hosting us to such an incredible research practicum. I will never forget this opportunity that was awarded to me, and I will treasure this experience forever. Thank you so, so, so much for allowing us this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I want to also thank Professor Abigail Kabandula and Professor Segumpe Muyeba for being the best adopted parents slash teachers of all time. It's rare in academia to spend any time humanizing or empathizing with professors. I appreciate both of you for always looking out for our safety, making sure we felt welcomed, and providing us support whenever we needed it. It was such an honor to learn from you both, and I truly appreciate your dedication to expanding discourse around Africa. You have both inspired me so much. As we conclude, I'm recognizing that I'm actively still reflecting on my experience. Lately, I have been feeling that I have a lot to say, but for some reason, I don't know how to articulate it all. With that being said, I'm excited to continue to share about my experience in Kenya with you all in the near future. Before we go, I want to highlight some resources about the Africa Center and the student organization, Students for Africa. The mission of the Africa Center at ICRS is to expand and enhance knowledge and understanding of Africa and its engagement in international affairs. In doing so, it works to foster a rigorous academic program for faculty and staff in the Denver community and beyond who have an area studies interest in Africa and Africa in the diaspora, to promote excellence in teaching on Africa and to facilitate research, dialogue, and immersive experiences in exchange for both students and faculty. The ICRS Africa Center supports student research and activities in a number of ways, most notably through its Students for Africa program. Students for Africa is a student group at the University of Denver's Joseph Corbell School of International Studies, comprised of students and faculty committed to furthering awareness of African societies and issues. SFA aims to provide students opportunities to conduct and present research, connect with local and international organizations, and build community. Students for Africa welcomes both graduate and undergraduate students at the University of Denver. In addition to assisting students with academic programs, the Africa Center also helps students develop field research and secure internships in the region. If you are interested in more information, please check out our website, theragepodcast.com, 
for all the links available. Usually, we would end the episode with a passage from a book, but I would rather teach y'all a phrase in Swahili. So the phrase for today is nakupenda, which means I love you. So I hope you spread lots of kupenda or love to those around you. See you soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Rage Podcast. The Rage Podcast is the product of the Interdisciplinary Research Institute for the Study of Inequality, or IRISE. To learn more about what we do, please visit our website at irise.du.edu. To ensure that we bring you quality content, please be sure to subscribe, follow, like, or share on the platform you are listening to us on. For Rage opportunities and updates, please follow our social media pages. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Rage Podcast, all one word. Thank you again for listening to another episode of The Rage. And remember, every day you are breathing, you are winning. Stay safe and you are loved.